Donna's back, don't you know? But all that and more as we break down this episode, Breakdown. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Look in my eyes. I feel like I should put my arms out. I know. I'm like, just sway to the music. I'm a bit disturbed, but if you've seen this show or any other show I'm on, you know that. I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. But I am not here alone tonight. I have my lovely co-host. Hi, everybody. Special guest tonight. I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. Yes, Erica does the CW Weekly, and as you could tell by her shirt, she is a big Supernatural fan. She stand up and show. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's got a baby on her baby tee. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mix of Harry Potter and Supernatural. <laughs> so, see, I did not get the Harry Potter reference because that's the one thing the nerd fandom that I missed. You know, oh, there, no. there's always that one that you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like understand the houses. And Alan Rickman was in the movie. Yes. That's about it. I mean, (laughs) that's part of it. You're halfway there. Yeah, that's important (laughs) parts. But enough about Harry Potter. Let's get back to Supernatural, because we all know how much I love to discuss Dean. And Dean was the cheerleader in this episode, (laughs) which was so funny. I love the role reversal of this one, because Sam is all emo like Dean was earlier in the year. And he doesn't get out of bed till 10, and he doesn't even eat pancakes. Who doesn't (laughs) want pancakes? Yeah, that's what Dean's like, seriously... Doesn't matter if your dog died. Like, you want pancakes. (laughs) They're, like, the best hangover cure, too. But, I mean, you know, Sammy doesn't really mope like Dean. Right. (laughs) Not pie, not beer, not... What else does Dean love? What did he say in that episode? Boobs? Yeah, boobs, pie, beer. He's a simple man, and I like it. That's why I'm a Dean girl. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I don't know who's yours. Are you a Dean or a Sam girl? Oh, I'm a Dean, but that's oh, more God. for off-screen reasons yeah. than <laughs> on-screen reasons. Jensen's dimples just get exactly. you every time. That's why I tell people. It's so special to watch Supernatural on a 4K TV because Jensen's dimples in 4K are just that much brighter. You're going to make me get a 4K TV now. I know. It's that's well all that worth means. It. Yeah. Thank you. Just for that. Spend money. <laughs> yeah. Hockey and Jensen's dimples. Okay. Yeah. That's important. But yeah, let's, again, we just keep digressing, and, and there was no Castiel in this episode, so y'all don't get to hear me talk about Castiel for so long, <laughs> so you get a pr- reprieve. But they do mention Cass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is sad, though, how little Cass we've had this season. Yeah. I mean, but it makes sense. He yeah. was supposed to be gone, and now that he's back, it's he's just got to work his way back in, basically. I don't, I don't really get that, though, because her mom did the same thing, and then, uh, you know, well, Jack's gone again for different reasons, but it's just, like, I, I like when we have these Dean and Sam moments, and this was really more of a Donna episode, mm-hmm. almost like her wayward sister um, origin story, because right. now she's finally lost something, because luckily Donna had pretty well been unscathed for, mm-hmm. until now. I mean, and luckily in this episode... I kind of thought Doug was definitely going to die, or Wendy, or both, kind of like Jody. Um, her origin story there, but I was glad that it was sort of happy, but not. I mean, because 
he's a puss. I'm sorry. Yeah. Doug. It's like, I can't handle this. I was a vampire for a few hours. It's like, yeah, dump him anyway, Donna. Yeah, and it's one of the few times that I'm like, wow, somebody's actually walking away. Generally, they're like, oh, I'm excited to get a, be a part of this, or I want to run off and like make my own way. But he's like, nah, I'm a cop just to save people. I don't have time to be dealing with vampires or whatever else you're into. So I thought that was more realistic. That's how kind of normal people would respond to it. Yeah, and that was my favorite part of this episode is how realistic it was. Like when the FBI agent was revealed to be the butterfly himself Mm -hmm. and he's talking to Sam about you only get these monsters, basically the low-level monsters who can't control themselves, but what about people like me? We're still monsters and you'll never get us. It was very bleak, but it was also so real because, you know, we've been watching this show for 13 years and Sam and Dean do always get the monsters monsters but they really don't deal with humans that mm-hmm. much that are monsters and yeah. often scarier than the vampire it, in yeah. this case yes extremely like i understand that there were quote unquote true monsters that were bidding but for you to even set up to cut up people and to go after people that won't be missed that's terrible and even the other people in this episode i was like they're terrible too like they're that pastor yeah was creepy as everything and he has his own issues yeah i love that interrogation scene with donna though Mm -hmm. she had his number i mean donna was on point this entire episode and that's why it sucked that she was stuck with mopey doug but (laughs) i was i really wish donna could have done the dumping like well i look at it as also they balance each other out like she does these very scary badass things and then doug's just there like oh to do you know get the donuts kind of guy so i I thought they were they were complimentary of each other yeah because that is the thing is some um strong women tend to get with man who who doesn't always necessarily have their qualities but has the other more nurturing ones and that can work to an extent i mean we're seeing it with anna and ben on a general hospital (laughs) but at the same time you know at least he wanted to be into the super agent world Mm -hmm. Uh, but like with this it's like uh no i can't handle it and it's good that he understood that and doesn't die but yeah i like zsb lou in the chat it's like he didn't have the balls to hang in with donna (laughs) didn't yeah that's that's very true yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, you know, Renji90998 points out, I thought the monster would be more metaphorical than literal. And yeah, that's sort of the thing is um, this was one of the few episodes in 13 years that they've really dealt with human monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I was saying. We were talking yeah. about it a little bit before the show that I, I agree with you. That's what I appreciated about this episode is that it wasn't so much about the monster of the week. It was really dealing with trying to save someone for reasons outside of, like, the supernatural. I really like that about this episode. Yeah, because this was very much more like, you know, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or House of a Thousand Corpses, which are, you know, still in the horror genre, like Supernatural, but they deal with more realistic themes, Mm -hmm. and that's what this episode did. I mean, and there was a lot of nods to that, which was interesting because the girl hanging on the meat hook and all that, and then the creepy, you know, 50s songs. But, yeah, the episode title itself, Breakdown, uh, thanks to Steve in the booth there, it feels like it's a deep cut to the Kurt Russell movie where, you know, a car breaks down and mm-hmm. the woman is kidnapped from the truck stop. 
And yeah, that's a really interesting thing because that's a very normal, everyday thing, not a supernatural thing. Right. And even going back to when Wendy's car did break down and she or her tire was flat and she was trying to wave down the truck. I was like, is that something that you really want to do? In 2017, 2018, do you really... And we find out later that it was actually a woman that was driving the truck. So it might have been a little safer. But I don't know if that would have been... I mean, I guess that if that was your only option, of course, you're going to reach out to whoever you can. But that just... That truck stop and then her tire going flat and then the truck coming past, I was like, I would have been more scared. I would have probably just sat in my car. Yeah. And prayed, like, (laughs) for somebody to realize that I was stuck and help me that way. I don't know if I would have gone after a truck driver. Yeah, because, I mean, too, I've seen so many horror movies. I would never do that. I remember, you know, wanting to take a nap on, you know, a stretch of highway. Like, between Dallas and Austin, I would go to auditions a lot back and forth or jobs. And then you get tired if it's late at night. Mm -hmm. I I would pull over to a Whataburger, which is a restaurant that's open 24 hours a day. And there were always cops eating there because I knew that that was the safest place for you. Right. Not a truck stop. Like, and my mom always told me, never stop at a rest stop or a truck stop Mm -hmm. because truck stops are actually notorious for prostitution. And whether they're taking people to put them into prostitution or just looking for that. And, you know, that's that's a sad fact, but it's just true that these places are very dangerous, especially for women traveling alone. Mm-hmm. And that's why I never understand why people don't just think about the other things, like restaurants. They're actually right. safer. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to go with whatever's yeah, closest. Whatever's like there. She, yeah. she, the reason Wendy was at that truck stop to begin with is because she ran out of gas or she needed to get hmm. gas. And that was a very realistic thing. It was like, because I'm the type of person that I'm like, can I squeeze the next 15 miles out yeah. of this or should I get gas now? I've run out of gas too many times, so I just stop now. But it's, it's again, going back to what you're saying, it's very realistic that she would stop at that rest stop, that there would be a creepy guy asking to clean her windows. Yeah. You know, that the cashier that's there probably 24 hours a day sleeps in the back would be the one to be, like, creepy. It was just all very creepy, but then at the same time, it was all very true. Yeah, I mean, and two, I did always think that the cashiers at these places were vampires, so, yeah. (laughs) So that just confirmed it for you. Exactly. I mean, and that happened in, like, the first pilot episode of True Blood and Mm -hmm. things like that. There's something always about those gas station cashiers. And especially because this guy... I think his name was Marlon. He had access to the website, to the auction website. And I was just like, before we realized who he actually is, I was like, how does he have access to this? Like, is he just trolling the 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 interwebs and like where can i find people being cut up like like what it, what kind of is that what keeps you entertained sadly there's a member of my family who would love like faces of death and looking up pictures of dead people and oh, things wow. like that so there are people that really do look up that kind of stuff on the internet cuz yeah this guy clearly didn't have money to participate in these auctions that was that was what was odd but maybe people don't go for as much as sammy mm-hmm. i mean you yeah. know of course we'd pay half a mil for sammy right <laughs> i was thinking i was like sam should be very flattered yeah. by that that's a high number <laughs> for your heart i was hoping he would get a million for his heart because, well aw, dean's sam. a million dollar heart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if i had that check i would write it yeah, I mean, the black market is real, um, Jibe Cameron says in the chat. It, it's so true, and that's the sad fact of life, is most everything in this episode is stuff that could really happen. Mm-hmm. That's why it was probably one of the scarier episodes they've had. Yeah, because it's we could walk outside right now and end up in that same situation. Sadly. That's the sad mm-hmm. part about it. 
Except I don't. Well, maybe yeah. there are actual auctions of bodies being cut up. Where did they get this episode I've from? Seen Where did this come yeah. from? <laughs> well, I mean, as I say, they've driven. They took a little bit of Kurt Russell's breakdown. You got Texas Chainsaw Massacre, House of a Thousand Corpses, and a little Santa Clarita Diet. Because remember, they were having to buy body parts for oh, her true. to eat. You know, because she was a zombie. Like sometimes it's like you know that's just what you're into. And if they were already dead, like is it really that bad? But like if they have to kill them, that's mm-hmm. like a crime. But you know, if you're just cutting up like already dead people, it's whatever, right? And I feel bad because they're going they go after people that won't be missed like what kind of person has to like how do you look when you walk in there that somebody just assumes that oh if i kidnap you nobody's gonna care to find you yeah that was what was odd is why did they assume that wendy because her her car had broken down and she was maybe alone but she didn't look like uh, you know homeless or Mm -hmm. anything like or you know like a prostitute sadly that that is who they seem to target and like my favorite criminal minds episode with the pig farmer um they were targeting people that wouldn't be missed and yes even though all the people in that one were actually in fact homeless eventually those people's family will come looking for them right and you know with wendy it's like she didn't look to be that way but maybe they just thought you know the girl alone on the side of a road Maybe running away. I, I don't know. She wasn't that young either. Well, if you remember during the interrogation, mm. the pastor was saying about Luis, mm. who was the other gentleman that was kidnapped. He called him an illegal and an immigrant. And then yeah. he called Wendy, oh. Wendy a whore. I was like, as a pastor, wouldn't you call her a harlot? Why would you? I don't know if you would use the word whore. But he's, we know him. He's, he's he gross was anyway. Yeah, and that was the thing, is why did you assume that? I mean, because I didn't think there was anything wrong with the way she was dressed or anything about her that said that. She just seemed lost. Like, and maybe that was what they saw. She seemed lost. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it was a very odd thing to say. There were just so many people that were problematic in this episode. Yeah, and and that was honestly, again, one of the best things about it, Mm -hmm. is it was so real, and we're dealing with real problematic things, and especially being women, and, you know, being these female victims, and then luckily female hero, because Donna kind of saves the day. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's, you know, something that we sadly deal with all the time. And then the FBI agent, was he a real FBI agent or was he a Dean and Sam FBI agent? That was the thing that they never really explained. I almost think he was a real FBI agent because, I mean, that would have been scarier because we're, you know, you deal with law enforcement on different levels being a little shady, but, you know, you don't often see them get that high up like Mm -hmm. FBI agent. But I think he must have been because he had such access to this stuff. Oh, true. uh, To the dark web and all that so yeah this black market that's probably his division that he was dealing with mm-hmm. and it i wouldn't say it's cool but it kind of was that it turned out to be that the fbi agent himself was the butterfly and you know when he points out to sam about the fact that he is the real monster that they'll never get <laughs> very bleak but so true and you do see this kind of corruption and a lot of it probably was he figured out how much money he could make yeah yeah and then he also does it while being an FBI agent, because he knows how close he he can get to quote the butterfly without him actually being caught, because they were saying he he's been doing this for twelve years. Yeah. So every time I think of the only the only connection I have to that is now you see me. Oh yeah. And so, spoiler alert: if you haven't hmm. seen it, it turns out that the agent is actually in on it. So he gets like right up to the door, but the door never opens. If that's a metaphor that I can use, where he's like. 
I know who the butterfly is. I'm not going to let you know who the butterfly is, but I'm going to think I'm working towards it. I don't know. It was, it was, that was, again, I keep saying creepy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah, a ZSB Lou in the chat brings up, yeah, he was acting like Gotham's Professor Pig. And it's like, yes, I loved the pig mask because, too, like when I think of some of the scariest villains, as I mentioned the the Criminal Minds episode where it was the, you know, a pig farmer or like in Hannibal, Gary Oldman is the pig farmer. That's actually my favorite Gary Oldman performance since, well, before Darkest Hour. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like that the pig is synonymous and especially being an FBI agent, um, kind of a cop. And it's like that, that was a really cool imagery that that brings up a lot of these sort of you know very smart monsters that you Mm -hmm. see they always tend to have the pig face and that was smart again too because that makes me think he actually was the fbi agent because he why would else would he cover his face yeah unless that's just the persona but if he was a butterfly and then he wears a pig mask that doesn't make sense so yeah well, and he I think that's an FBI agent. Yeah, and that's probably why he gave that you know name. And two, the butterfly was probably a throwback to um, Silence of the Lambs and Buffalo Bill. And oh, so yeah, okay. and then JSB um, Lewis says a little bit of shades of hostile as well because that's what they do. I mean, I love Eli Roth. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. you guys are very deep into. Yeah the horror and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. This is as far as I go. This is as deep as I get. Supernatural so, yeah. is the scariest thing you do? Absolutely. So you wouldn't want to join us on Horror TV Weekly? Not <laughs> at all. <laughs> Unless you want me to do this the entire, entire time, cover time. my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, and that's why this episode was really interesting to me, because it had a lot of little nods to things. Like, you know, even the chat is finding things I didn't even pick up on. Because, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, hostile, very much like that. And then, too, you know, I just thought about the butterfly and the semblance to Buffalo Bill and how um, Silence of the Lambs. And there was a lot of, like, Hannibal-type references Mm -hmm. in there, which is pretty cool. (laughs) I know, that was dark. Pretty cool. But, yeah, I guess we'll get back to, like, the little moments in the episode, like, when Dean used the uh, the CB radio. It was very much like John Winchester. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he got that out of his dad's journal, I'm sure. Is Breaker Breaker 1-9, like, the standard language that's used? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, how, why, did, why does everybody say the same thing? But, okay, if that, that makes sense. Yeah, it's um, trucker lingo. And I like how Dean just instinctively knew that and was, like, saying things. Because I don't know all of the lingo. But, yeah, like, little bits like that where, you know, I forget what he called her. But, you know, his red hair and all this. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, again, yeah. but that's uh, because he knows it from his dad, dad and yeah. using it like that. Yeah, when Dean is, like, a young John, it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who else is he going to be like? He doesn't have really... I mean, he does have other influences, but... Yeah. He wants to be so much like his dad in all aspects. Except when he wants to do cowboy-type stuff Yeah, from a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, I loved the cowboy episode. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Because I'm a big Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. Western fan. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm so excited. And that's what I like is when Dean is the cheery one. And this was another episode where Dean was like, you know, sort of having to push, you know, Sam up. And I loved whenever he saves Sam from the evil FBI agent. Mm -hmm. He just shoots him very Jason Morgan style. Like, nope, well, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm wondering why I'm weird, but I'm wondering why the bullet didn't go through. Like, what kind of bullet was it that we just saw it pierce enough that blood came out? But it didn't actually go through. And I like the way that it went to the camera and all you heard was the gunshot. (laughs) So you didn't know what happened. Oh, but I did have a question because I did recently catch up on the um, on the episodes. 
would Sam have actually died? Because in the episode with Billy, when Billy came back Mm -hmm. as death, she basically said they have something to do so they can't die yet. So if Sam had gotten shot by Clegg, I believe is his name, the agent, would he have actually died? Yeah, because, too, it is really up to Billy. I mean, we all know Dean has escaped death because Mm -hmm. death is like, no, I like you or whatever, you know. And so would would Sam have died? Probably not. Well, because, too, even if they do die, I mean, how many times has Sam... I mean, especially Dean, there's a whole episode, which actually is my favorite, the mystery spot, so where great. Dean dies, like, a hundred times. So <laughs> and they use that in one of the intros, I believe, as, like, they made it to look really scary. But I just laughed, because I was like, I remember yeah. that episode with the piano, with the car, like, so it was many funny. different things. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, because I love it. it's that Asia song, Heat of the Moment. Yeah, every and, like, <laughs> and Sam is yeah. just like, oh. And then finally, when it's over, because yeah, that's why we've got to get uh, Dick Spate back on the show mm-hmm. as, you know, Gabriel or whatever you want to call him at this point. It's like he's the trickster. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love that episode. I believe he's directing an episode this season. I yeah. believe he directed yeah. a couple episodes yeah. ago. I, yeah. I know I saw his name. Yeah, because he, he's been directing more. But, yeah, I mean, because I did get to see him in Hall H at Comic-Con uh, moderating their panel. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, hopefully we get Chuck and <laughs> the Trickster back soon. That's what I'm wondering. When is when is Chuck coming back? Yeah, because I think, you know, we need Chuck. <laughs> Everybody needs Chuck. <laughs> yeah. At this point. And I love that Chuck is God because I'm a big fan of the show Chuck. So (laughs) I always laugh when I'm like, on this show, Chuck is God. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we haven't seen Osmodeus like in a few episodes. And I'm like, what's up with that? Like, that's a fun character because I love Jeffrey Vincent Parise, who was also on General Hospital. Supernatural tends to share a lot of uh, actors with General Hospital. So that's fun. To see familiar faces. But yeah, hopefully he comes back in the next one. I didn't see him in the preview, but, you know, Evil Colonel Sanders is just a fun character. That's <laughs> such an accurate yeah. description yeah. of who he is. Yeah, because he's, just, I mean, he talks like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a cartoon character, and then he also seems like he runs or owns a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Best exactly. of both worlds. Well, and that's something that's, you know, that this Satan, I mean, I guess, what do we just call him? King of Hell, yeah, on this show. This King of Hell would probably have a chicken restaurant. Yeah. Very good yeah. tasting, fatty, bloody yeah. chicken. Well, yeah, because in, in Little Nicky, he's like, Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously, chicken is very popular in hell. <laughs> Someone hates Asmodeus. Ugh. In the chat. Robinon. A dare. discount Crowley. Oh. Well, I feel like they're very different. I mean, and Mark Shepard just kind of wanted to be a drummer. like mm-hmm. So he left on his own, I think. And I miss Crowley, too. But I think Osmodeus is like a different character. And it's fun. And, and as I say, I really like that actor. I've met him before. He's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll get back to Sam and Dean's little conversation. Well, when Sam talks to Donna about Doug leaving, and he's like very... Just like, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of reminded me of Dean's conversation with Patience. Oh, yeah. A few episodes ago. They're, they Again, they what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems like they're just, they're kind of at their wits end a little bit. Dean has flipped to now where he's like, well, we just got to keep saving people. We just got to keep going for it. And Sam's just like, I'm tired, man. 
I want to just sit down for a second. What did he say at the end? He was like, this ends one way for us. It ends bloody. It ends bad. Yeah, and that was so dark. Because, yeah, when he tells Donna, it's better not to have anyone you care about in this line of work anyway. It's safer that way. And, of course, later Dean's like, dude, no. And he's like, you know, and then Sam brings up the sadly good point. Has knowing us ever worked out for anyone? Sure, they they save people, but they also get them killed, like Kaya. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as you said, he's like, life ends one way for them. It's yeah. Like, ugh. And I'm like, is the, are they are they inching closer and closer to the end? Is that what he's trying to do? Is that what he's or the writers? Is that what they're trying to set us up for? No, no, <laughs> the show can go on forever, and it, apparently <laughs> it will, as I reported in yeah. CW Weekly, which is that's what they show said. That I do, yeah. yeah. As long as they want it, as long as the boys want to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it. And that's what I like. Because, too, Supernatural seems like a really expensive show, but it's actually not. Because most everybody doing it does it, like, Mm -hmm. because they love it. They're not asking for a lot of money. And, too, I mean, the special effects they use on the show are not, say, as high dollar as The Flash. Right. Or Legends of Tomorrow and stuff like that. And so this show actually has a lot of life in it. And especially because the fan base is great for Mm -hmm. Supernatural. I mean, we're hashtag Supernatural family. I mean, I shed a tear at the Hall H panel when Kansas came out. (laughs) Oh, were you there? Yeah. Oh, lucky. I know. It's like one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah. That was, I heard about it. Yeah. I heard it was great. Oh, Robinaugh brings up, Sam misses Jack. It's his little brother. (laughs) I know. And that's the thing is, I miss Jack, too. And I know he's hopefully helping their mom in the bad place. But, you know, poor Jack. (laughs) Yeah. Especially because he's realizing who he can be. And he's trying to be good. And he's trying to help. Yeah. And and now he's just stuck. Yeah. And that's what I like is, especially when Dean came around to Jack, when Mm -hmm. he realized, like, Jack it screwed up but it wasn't he is really trying to be good and that's the thing is i want jack to be around while we have this flip-flop with dean and sam so that he can see it's like you know people just go through these bouts of emo-ness like sammy <laughs> yeah i mean he has to learn eventually he's only what like five days old well he's yeah. more than that now but he's he's still very young in the world where these things are still becoming new to him even though he's very powerful now and he's becoming more powerful every day so i'm excited to see what jack does with mary and and how they escape because i do believe that they will yeah and that's the thing is i like that they didn't kill mary off i mean we just got her back and i really like the actress and her you know we still haven't gotten a lot of mary and sam and we really need that because sam didn't even know Mary. Dean at least got to know her a little bit. Right. And that's why, you know, Sam is a little, like, standoffish, but that's why we need these stories, because Sammy never had a mommy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And and he even mentioned that in in a previous episode, where when Mary was gone, he was like, I never had that relationship. Like, I don't know her. Was it when they were in the therapy session yeah i believe and that's what i liked is like they actually did a real therapy session (laughs) and jack was there too and he's just like yeah i don't know what they're talking about but i'm their little brother (laughs) (laughs) and that's what i miss is jack really just has that cute little smile and i mean if you watch arrow he was known he was anarchy (laughs) like thea sort of made into a bad guy which was a cool story but yeah it's funny to see him in this flip-flop role Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah, I'm like, I miss Jack, but hopefully we get him back soon. And Cass, like, that's the thing is we've had a lot of Sam and Dean. And then, too, like, all this stuff opening up for the Wayward Sisters spinoff it has been great. But I think it's back to get to our, you know, our boys. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, speaking of little boys moments, they're like the uh, vampire cure. I was glad that was brought up because I was worried. I'm like, because some shows tend to forget things. Like when Doug was turned into a vampire, I'm like, okay, well, well Dean can cure him. Dean was a vampire and mm-hmm. cured it. And then I was glad that immediately he was like, oh, don't, don't worry. I got this. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, did you forget what happened in season one? <laughs> right. And, but that that's what I love is that things that happen in the past they have their way of coming back around even with characters that we've seen before they'll just they'll pop back up for whatever reason even if it's just a dean i need your help mm-hmm. that's what i love also is that in this world even if they're dead quote unquote they're not really dead they're not really gone forever yeah that's like, why i like soaps and supernatural and superhero stuff because no one's ever really dead mm-hmm. <laughs> like we could even possibly crossing my fingers see bobby again one day yeah that's why i mean bobby was in the uh the alternate world mm-hmm. and that's why i love bobby singer and hopefully you know we get more because they they did say i mean because too i'd like to see like joe and some of these other people on the other yeah, side yeah, as yeah. well Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they could pop back up because we saw Kevin. There's so much, there's so yeah. many possibilities. That, like, I, I don't know if you can ever get through yeah, all monsters, yeah. all, all story. I don't know if you'll ever, if you'll ever get through it. Yeah, because that's the thing is, where's Balthazar? I need that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of my favorites, and we haven't seen him in a while. I'm like, Sebastian Roche is not on General Hospital at the moment, and I don't know what else he's doing, but, like, you know. I remember seeing his name somewhere, but I can't remember. Yeah, because he does a lot of work, because mm-hmm. he's a great actor. But it's like, come on, you can move over to Vancouver for a little while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least for an episode. Yeah, um, let's see what the chat's saying. I like Billie Jean Girl 24. Ah, Doug, he he just couldn't handle knowing about monsters. Donna should just become a lesbian and date Jody. I don't know. I mean, Jody has never really shown an interest that way. Right. Because um, I love the Jody Bobby stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure if I'd go for that. But maybe Donna is tired because she tends to have bad uh, relationships with men. Who yeah. knows? Maybe she'll be like Alex on Supergirl and discover... Because Brianna Buckmaster looks great, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she has really, you know, been working out or something. She looks so strong. And so this is good that, you know, they're getting this Wayward Sisters spinoff. Yeah. You know? And that's what I was going to say. I was like, I feel like they're just sisters. I yeah. feel like they're just the sisterhood and they're going to fight side by side. And they'll kind of be the Sam and Dean, except I don't. Well, Jody's more broody, I yeah. guess, than Donna is. So that kind of that works out. Yeah. Who's going to eat the pie? you think i know i would go with jody she's okay. more dean like that, that, yeah i agree <laughs> oh pie <laughs> or maybe they'll have their favorite. own thing yeah <laughs> yeah like maybe she'll eat like brownies or something no she'll probably eat like celery <laughs> i feel she's she seems more healthy healthy yeah with a nice glass of wine <laughs> oh. getting too far into well, it now <laughs> um, um some fava beans with a nice can too and we'll get more <laughs> oh, sounds God. of the lambs references just like sorry i love hannibal full circle full circle <laughs> Oh, um, but speaking of some good news, like, other than the Wayward Sisters spinoff, we have Scooby Natural, which will be episode 16. That is what they've titled the episode. I'm so excited. I was just wondering when we were talking about, you were talking about Falkhorn Leghorn, and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, the cartoon episode still hasn't happened yet, so that's going to be exciting that it's finally going to come. Yeah, Jared Pad- <laughs> yeah, Jared Padalecki says, it's fucking awesome. That was literally his quote <laughs> about, like, he's like, I used to watch Scooby-Doo as a kid, and I never thought in one day I'd be in the mystery machine, but now I am. That's so cool. I was like, that's so cute. And I'm like, I love, actually, this year, last year I brought my brother um, 
Twilight Zone complete series for Christmas. This year, I got him Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. and because uh, he loves Scooby Doo, we grew up watching it. We do hang around with Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> so now, him. when this one becomes available, you'll just buy him this one episode something special yeah to the, add. yeah the supernatural scooby-doo episode because he actually does like supernatural oh that works yeah. then who would have thought though 13 years ago that sam and dean or jared and jensen would be and apparently Cass is in it too misha's in it too yeah um who would have thought they would have been in a episode with scooby-doo yeah, like, that's just crazy talk. Like, doing a cartoon episode of a show on the CW, because this even started on the WB. And the fact that it's lasted 13 years, and now we're getting a full-length cartoon episode. Because apparently it is all in Scooby-Doo land. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because it's like, are we? Are they going to really, like, pull the old man's mask off? Is it going to be, like, very much like Scooby-Doo? Or is it going to be really supernatural? Because <laughs> with this episode, it wasn't a supernatural thing either. I feel like it's going to be authentic scooby-doo i hope so and it's gonna be i would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those darn winchesters like i think that's gonna that's gonna they happen. have to say that like those meddling winchesters yeah. <laughs> at some point in the episode yeah because i i love scooby-doo and i love goofy things because that's that's the thing a supernatural is a show that has always been able to ride that line of fun and scary and like even with this episode that i'll say is one of the scariest episodes they've had because it was so real there were so many like funny moments Mm -hmm. like or there were times i'd laugh out loud probably inappropriately but right especially for this episode (laughs) inappropriately yeah like i just think stuff's funny yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) which is which is perfect because I mean, in everything in life, there's a little bit of funny. Yeah. Which, that makes it more authentic. Because everything can't be so serious, everything can't be so scary all the time. Like, if it if it's something as simple as, like, a door creaking that sounds like a fart. Yeah. That's still... That's funny. You know, you're terrified, but some people get the giggles. That's That's normal. I know. I always laugh and, like, you know, when bad stuff happens, just because what else are you going to do? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could be nervous laughter. It could be, I just don't know what else to do in my life. At this point, but I was trying to see if there was anything. I highlighted the fact that I think that 500,000 was a good amount for (laughs) Sam. Yeah. Especially because, alternatively, I think Luis's body parts were going for like $300 for an arm. So, $300 just for the arm. So, $500,000. They well, really it, wanted that body part. You think they were going to actually eat it, or you think they were just going to, like, keep it as, like, here lies the heart of Sam Winchester? Oh, they were definitely going to eat it, and probably, like, live stream it. Like, I would imagine if these monsters are this sophisticated to be using this auction site, mm-hmm. because, like, I think Sam was worth more because all these monsters know the Winchesters, and they know they're monster killers, so they're like, ooh, eating this heart of Sam Winchester is a big deal. Yeah. It's sort of like drinking, like, fancy wine or something like True. that i would imagine like, like an oh, auction from somebody's yeah. estate or something this has been in their cellar for 35 years yeah like i would pay a lot for like prince's wine or something yeah. like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> makes sense that makes sense but yeah this episode i really liked it 
but not for the typical supernatural reasons. Yeah, exactly. It was a good episode because it was so realistic. And I always like when they have this, like Buffy's normal again. I kind of wanted that to be like the end of the show. Like, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, well, it was, was it all a dream? Right. Or what? You didn't know. And like, they never like went back to that. But I'm like, that would have been cool if they did. And Billie Jean Girl 24 brings up a point. You know, one of the brothers is going to fangirl about Scooby Doo, and that's going to be Dean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. No, because that happened yeah. earlier with Jack. Yeah. When Jack was watching Scooby-Doo and Dean kind of smiled a little yeah, bit. Was I was like, ah, poor Jack. That's so cool. Yeah, and there was another Gene smile in this episode when Doug whacks the guy in the head. He's like, what? I thought that's what the FBI does. Yeah. And, Dean's, and then everybody else looks away and Dean just goes, yeah. <laughs> and what did you think about Dean saying that he was Donna's cousin? And Doug was like, you guys are cousins? And Dean was like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, not really, but... You don't need to know that. Well, yeah, he was trying to bring up a reason to be there when they Mm -hmm. realized there was a real FBI agent and they had to be like, oh, it's unofficial. Like, I like that he covered quickly because Dean is really good at the BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for such a long time that it just rolls off the tongue. And then Sam not wanting to get involved because he's like, there's real FBI people here. We're going to be found out. And Dean's like, they think we're dead. Yeah. Like, is anybody walking around with pictures of a dead person saying, have you seen this person? No. Yeah. You can walk around. It doesn't matter. Well, and two, I don't think people realize how big the FBI is. They pro- This division may not even know who Sam and Dean Winchester are exactly. and what they were doing. Like, Because, um, too, I mean, like, Robinon brings up, it seemed like a Criminal Minds episode, and it really did. Actually, there was one very similar, you know, recently with the meat hook and everything. But, yeah, like, Criminal Minds deals with a specific part of the FBI, the BAU. They don't deal with, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a good chance that if Clegg had been an actual FBI agent, he wouldn't have known who Sam and Dean were. But because he was in that world, he was like, oh, when I saw the car, that's what he said. Mm-hmm, when yeah. I saw that car, I knew. I knew who you were. Yeah, because that is the thing. As much as I love Baby, Baby is like a beacon because, like, that 67 Impala, I almost drove a 67 Impala, I will say, and they they do stick out like a sore thumb in a good way, though, because mm-hmm. I'm a big muscle car person. I actually have two replica babies. <laughs> you can probably yeah. hear it coming from a mile yeah. away. Yeah, they're very loud, but um, because, too, like, most of them have the engine up top, like, mm-hmm. you know, like that style. But, yeah, and... They're not that popular of a car. Like, you know, a Prius is the best car to be, like, inconspicuous. Because I remember even on Weeds, like, it's like, that's what I'm going to drive as a drug dealer because it's so silent. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, and uh, Billie Jean Girl 24 brings up a good point because I remember this because I watch Criminal Minds. (laughs) Jody, um, a.k.a. Kim Rhodes, the actress, was on Criminal Minds this last week. Oh, Oh, really? (laughs) Good for her. Yeah, she is working it out, which is good because Criminal Minds is actually shot here in L.A. Um, That must have been, like, you know, because she did some press for Wayward Sisters and everything. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Good for her. But, yeah, do you have any... Pr- let's go into predictions. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that can make a sound. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right. What do you think is going to happen in so, the next few? I didn't get a chance to see... I watched on the app, and it didn't have the previews for next week. Mm-hmm. So, can you give me a little teaser of what it is so yeah next week's episode deals with um dean getting a love potion and he's in love with this woman and i'm guessing she's a witch because it didn't really show anything too supernatural so and she was very attractive so and it looks really funny again but it seemed to just be dealing with sam and dean again no Cass or jack in the previews that i could see 
So I think Dean's going to be love struck. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cass is going to be there to kind of snap it, snap him out of it. And Sam, I hope so. It's just going to be mopey still. Yeah, I feel like this isn't the last we've seen of emo Sam, because Dean didn't seem to turn him around there with his little cheerleader ways and those dimples, because I guess they don't work on Sam like they did the rest of us. He's been around (laughs) them his whole life. It doesn't affect him at all. Yeah, oh, and cool. Um, Robinoff brings up a fun fact that I did not know. Tim Burton's Batman, the Batmobile, was based off a 67 Impala. I did not know that at all. Cool, so they can kind of say they ride around in the Batmobile. Yeah, and apparently um, Rowena will be in next week's episode. Which what? I'm like, I, w- I had heard she was returning, and I really like the character. I missed that. Yeah. That's good. Because yeah. they, they teased it, I guess, a couple episodes ago when Ketch was running around looking for Rowena. I thought yeah. she was dead. But again, like we said, nobody's ever really yeah, dead on the show. Yeah, Ketch wasn't really dead. And I like Ketch. I will admit, I kind of want him to get back with Mary because he seemed to care. Yeah, that, 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 I like them together, too, until, you know, everything fell apart. Yeah. But they were good together. Exactly. They He's fought cute. alongside each other very well. Yeah. But, but that's good that Rowena is going to be back. Yeah, I like Rowena. Is she <laughs> the one that slips Dean the... I would, Potion? you know, maybe that is it, is that um, she probably sends the switch, because, you know, Rowena tries to get all the witches uh, against them mm-hmm. a lot, so, you know, they're Kevin. Yeah, so I think I think that's what it is. I think she's going to be behind it. And they're going to have to, they're not going to kill her, but they're going to, like, trap her. Yeah, because Ketch believes that Rowena is alive mm-hmm. and is looking for her, and that's why I kind of wonder if Ketch doesn't show up, too, if Rowena does. So we'll see. Maybe we're finally getting some of the characters back in as we've, you know, sort of got the origin story for now all the Wayward Sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's going to be fun to see next week. I want to see Dean googly-eyed. <laughs> I know. It's so cute, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for our Supernatural recap of Breakdown. As always, I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And be sure to stay tuned to this channel right here for Horror TV Weekly right after this recap. Erica, where can they keep up the conversation with you? Thanks for letting me sit in, everybody. I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. All right. Thank you so much, guys, and keep it real. Bye. Mm-hmm. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hang around with Scooby-Doo. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 